Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. Volunteering to do your Medicare paperwork, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. The Medicare podcast that knows all podcast lives matter. His baby does the hanky-panky, it's Medicare expert Doug Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is time for the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. Welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today. It's so wonderful to have you here. Gather around. Let's talk Medicare. Sounds pretty exciting, doesn't it? Well, I'll tell you what's exciting. It's exciting for me when people contact me and say, I read your book and it clarified all of my concerns and it it made Medicare seem understandable for the first time ever that happens more than you know ladies and gentlemen it's a real pleasure when people report to me the only more pleasurable activity is when i ask them to write a very short reader review on amazon and uh when they do that they come back to me and they say i did it and it's just wonderful how it leads other people to the fount of knowledge that my book is about Medicare. I'm not tooting my own horn here. Other people are tooting my horn for me. So I want to tell you that if you want to learn about Medicare, and if you want it to be fairly painless, fairly quick, and fairly uh, complete, then what you want to do is go to either Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and look for Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. Don't make the mistake of winding up with one of the older, outdated editions. And when you have that choice on Amazon, you'll have the ever-popular paperback edition for $8, the Kindle version or ebook version for about $3.80, the Audible version, wherein I do all the work of actually saying the words, turning the pages, and telling you when a new chapter starts. All of that work, that extra work, cost you about $6 or thereabouts. And finally, the magnificently crafted hardcover version with the colorful illustrations is available for you for $22. That $22, if you stretch that out over, let's say you're going to live to be 100 and uh, you're almost 65 when you buy that $22 book, I think you can do the math, ladies and gentlemen, but the per year cost of that Medicare knowledge is very, very low over the 35 years that you're likely to have it on your shelf. Now, you're never going to need to refer to it because when you read the book, when you're encouraged to call me or you know email me to purchase your other, your ancillary Medicare insurance coverages to complete the protection against high medical expenses, I will then advise you as to what to do so that you will buy one plan 
and it's guaranteed to last the rest of your life as long as you last. And that's going to be a very cost-effective plan, but it's going to have a high degree of protection, a small degree of cost-sharing. And that plan is going to be so reasonably priced that none of my competitors will even mention it. In fact, I've caught them lying about it because they would prefer to earn larger commissions than to help the client save money and have excellent protection at the same time. So I'm proud to say that I'm probably the only Medicare insurance broker in America that is offering to uh, teach people about the wonders of the high-value, high-deductible Medicare supplement plans. And uh, I'll tell you, there is a man sitting in his own studio right across the screen from me who uh, has taken uh, the uh, advice that I would have given. Uh, His wife actually did the research before they ever met me to give him excellent advice about what he should have for Medicare. When he entered Medicare, he is a proud Medicare supplement owner and uh, a proud swimming pool technician because uh, he and I were talking about all the problems he's had with his pool lately. Let me introduce to you Randy Carson. Yay, Randy. Hello, join, Doug. Join us, will you? You know, I discovered as we were talking earlier before we started the session recording, I woke up this morning. We had one dickens of a windstorm last night, and I was expecting maybe to get a little rain. No, we didn't get any rain. It was just wind. And I discovered that it's now possible for me to walk across the water of my pool because there's so much junk in it. Ooh, any of that junk alive and moving, or is it all no, leaves and no? It's, debris? it's all leaves. It's all leaves. It, it's debris. It's branches, little branches, not big branches, little branches. And so I go, okay, well, this is going to be a problem because it's got my entire my entire uh, skimming system plugged up. So I sure. I was standing standing on my head you know, digging crap out of my skimmer system. And right. uh, so I bottom line, I, I came to the session just a little bit late this morning. Well, that's okay because I'm rarely on time myself. But the interesting thing was that we, um, we talked about swimming pools and I told you what my swimming pool in Illinois was like when my parents had a big uh, estate and we had a 75,000 gallon swimming pool. The difference in technology between your pool and my pool um, is incredible. Uh, and, I, I, you know, I would like to come over and see the workings of your pool sometime, but I'm afraid it might frighten me. Well, it's, you know, uh, I'm seems not, complex. Well, I'm, I'm not all that excited about it's working. Right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's oh, okay. uh, supposed to be just the bee's knees in terms of uh, skimming systems, but it doesn't work. Well, okay. Everything has to be in perfect uh-huh. order, perfect design, perfect adjustment. Or it all goes sideways really quick. So it doesn't stay in adjustment. Once you get everything adjusted perfectly, it won't stay that way. No, it's it's one of the it's an in-ground pop-up system with people that are on the podcast. I'm sure I've heard it, but there's a there's a gearbox looking thing that looks like a little UFO. Yeah. And there and there's nylon gears in there. And so if you keep the water pressure too high to keep the pop-ups working, you're you're unnecessarily putting wear on your nylon gears uh, and if you, but if you don't put the system at a high enough pressure the nylon gears won't turn fast enough to pop the pops so so it, it's, it's a, kind of a never-ending battle 
this pop-up thing sounds like it might have been a bad design or a bad idea in the first place. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else has got one. I may have been the only guy in Arizona that ever got one. Well, there you go. That could be the reason. That could be the reason. Uh, yeah. Let's experiment yeah. on Randy's pool, and uh, these uh, ignorant Nebraskans will move to town, and they'll buy it, and they won't know the difference, and oh, then we'll ski-daddle. Talk about I got to tell you, I got to tell you, this is an absolute true story. Now, you said, you know, people coming from Nebraska that don't know any better. When I first moved out here in 2000 or actually it was late 99. But anyway, I moved out here and we I moved out here a couple of years before my the rest of my family because they wanted to finish high school and a variety of other things. So anyway, I'm out here and I've got all all these stuff that I got left over in terms of vendors and service providers from the previous owners. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm thinking, okay, I'm set. I'm paying the bills. I'm paying the bills. Everything's cool, you know. And uh, one of these bills I was paying was a landscaper, hmm. which is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then one day on a Sunday afternoon, I walked out there and I go, well, I, you know, these, I don't know anything about desert landscaping, but these plants are looking pretty dry. Yeah. So I, I walked up to one of these plants and I touched it. And it fell over like a tumbleweed in Nebraska Oops. out of the ground. And I'm going, okay, I'm no, you know, Arizona trained horticulture guy, but I know that they have to stick in the ground. <laughs> Most of the time anyway, sure. Most of the time. So then I discovered later on that bottom line is my the landscaper had been taking my money and the, all the drip lines and all that stuff were turned off and had never been here. And he was probably chuckling all the way to the bank going, oh, I yeah. wonder how often, how long I can keep this scam going. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was up until the point that my plants fell out of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't know any, I mean, what do you, I didn't know anybody. It's the you, desert. The things are supposed to be dry. Yeah, and the other thing I learned, well, along these same lines is you need to have winter grass. Okay, well, okay, I came from Nebraska. What is just what is winter grass? Uh huh. Uh huh. And now I now I ripped it all out after we got. Yeah, you don't have any grass now. No, I said here. Here's my winter. (laughs) I got (laughs) I got year round rock now. Back in the seventies, when I lived in Tucson, it was uh, a big deal every year that they would overseed with winter grass and then summer grass. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you knew when like summer was coming. And but um, the monsoon wasn't really evident to me in Tucson. I don't know if they talk about it as much in Tucson. They didn't back then. And when I now have a place in the Phoenix area, that's all they talk about is monsoon this, monsoon that. When's it coming? How much rain are we going to get this year? It doesn't look like monsoon's going to happen at all, which is a pretty scary thing to the locals. Oh yeah, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, I, w- I mean, I was shocked last night. I mean, I, I heard the wind and I, oh my god, this is like this is Armageddon storm here coming. Yeah, yeah. I looked at my. I have an app on my phone that tells you know shows me the radar you know surrounding uh-huh. territories, and I, there was not one one molecule of water in that wind well we we have uh uh had lightning show up to the north of us every night for weeks and every time i keep thinking if i were in illinois that would be the prelude to a deluge yeah yeah but out here it's just like i think we would up north call it heat lightning yeah some some kind of lightning that's coming from the clouds to the sky or vice versa but it doesn't have any water connected with it no rain yeah, what it's 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 just a tease. Watch yeah. this. 
I'll yeah, get them all out. Of, I'll get them all out on their porch. Speaking of teasing, don't you normally about this time in the podcast uh, episode tease me with a Medicare question? I do. Let me pull that up. Hold on. I'll be right with you. I've got that thing right at my fingertips. Oh, boy. And I will pull that puppy up. And if I can just click on the right folder, we'll be good. It's in the it's in the question folder. Ah. And uh, bottom line is we are going to pull that puppy up. And we're going to ask you, let me look and see where we're at. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. You are ready for question number 17. And as I've told you, Doug, these are progressively getting harder. Ugh, I know. I know. Number 17. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lay it on me. Can Medicare drop you for health reasons? The answer is a resounding uh, no. That's it. That's it. If I were Tony with an I, because I'm a girl, <laughs> <laughs> I would have a lot more to say about it. I'll tell you, I love listening to her podcast because she will, you can tell that they have cut up that podcast and edited all of her words together so that they sound like it's one long sentence and it makes sense. And it's, but you can see the edits, you can hear the edits in between her words. Yeah. I don't know what's going on that they have to do all this work on the, uh, on the uh, answers that she gives to questions. But I'll tell you, there is no uh, accounting for health concerns in Medicare if you have enrolled when you're supposed to. And met, once you're enrolled in Medicare, doesn't matter what happens to you. You could be a walking zombie and uh, they will never drop you for health changes or health concerns. You know, that makes me feel good. Uh, when you said walking zombies, you know what that brought to mind? I'm afraid to ask. Medicare Advantage sales. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Scary yeah. guys. Scam Scary Vantage. Guys. Scam Vantage scam uh, sales yeah, dude. Scam Vantage. Well, absolutely. I'm, I have a whole thing. The, the beautiful uh, content curator that I hired to uh, keep me on track and to curate the content for these episodes has curated the heck out of a whole thing about Medicare Advantage sales uh, practices that are deceptive. And in fact, a lot of this material comes from a Senate report and it's a very lengthy uh, document and multi-page. And I don't want to sit there and read for an hour and a half to, uh, you know, bore the crap out of our audience. So I'm trying to figure out how to di uh, digest this down into a, a more palatable uh, size. How about, how about this? Blah, 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 blah. Medicare Advantage sucks. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Stay away from Medicare Advantage. Blah, 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 blah. You know what they call it up, up north? Medicare Scam Vantage. That's what they call it. Or Why is it Medicare called Part C? <laughs> Why is it, Why is it called C? Part C? Because it stands for crap. Oh, okay. I was That was just an idea, Doug. Well, you, uh, your technique is very valid, and I'm working. <laughs> I'm using that tool to uh, whittle this down so that we can have some, some interesting conversation, I hope, about Medicare Advantage uh, tricks and, and um, deceptive advertising practices. I want to do it a little closer to the um, actual start of the annual election period, or AEP, because that's October 15th is when these people go berserk, and they're, they're just a, like a whirling a bunch of whirling dervishes until December 7th, and then they all fall where they were standing, and they just flop to the ground to try to recover for the next year's AEP. 
So this probably isn't the best time in the world. We'll probably uh, put that off a little while longer. But let me uh, get to some of the content that was curated for our enjoyment today. And You know uh, what's going to happen if you don't? What's that? The Medicare curator person is not going to be happy. I will be uh, chastised again for not treating the curated content with the proper respect. So let's tear into some of this. Okay, I'm going to mute myself out. I'm going to go look at my printer to see why I can't get it to print, but I'll be in the office. Okay. Uh, I want to hear a full report on that printer later on. I'm going to give you one. And if you see me walking across the video with a hammer, Uh, just start shaking your head. No, 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 no. Don't. No, no. (laughs) Well, if you're muted, I don't think I'm going to be able to to, uh, uh, get that message across to you. Well, I'll be right here. Okay. So I'm going to start out with an article entitled, What You Must Know About Medicare. That sounds like a pretty ambitious subject matter, but the fine print underneath the headline of the article says, Popular Advantage Plans Come With Some Risks. Here's how to weigh your options. So in spite of the fact that we're a little ways away from Medicare uh, uh, enrollment or Medicare Open Enrollment or AEP, which starts October 15th, we are able to take heed about some of the dangers of Medicare Advantage plans. And we will start with the first line of the uh, content says, if, in huge letters, if you are one of the 64 million Americans enrolled in Medicare, you know that the deluge has begun. In your mailbox and on TV, you're being inundated with ads for Medicare Advantage plans star-powered by the likes of William Shatner, and uh, let's not forget the other ones, Jimmy J.J. Walker, um, William Devane, and, of course, Joe Namath. They're all promising great care with low or zero-cost premiums. This marketing tsunami is timed to Medicare open enrollment, which runs from October 15th to December 7th. That's when you can switch coverage between original Medicare and Medicare Advantage, or change your prescription drug plan. It's not a very good description. It's not as thorough as I would do, but we can we can worry about that as we get closer to that time of the year. So the article goes on to say the pitches actually work. In 2022, nearly half of those eligible for Medicare were enrolled in Advantage plans or disadvantage plans, as Randy and I like to call them. That's up from about one-third in 2016, which would have been six years prior to that, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation. Now, by 2032, about 60% of Medicare beneficiaries are expected to sign up for these plans. Now, a lot of those are being forced to do it because their retiree plans are offering them only that choice. They're not allowing them to uh, enroll in subsidized Medicare supplement plans. The retiree groups which include a quarter of a million in New York City alone, are being forced into Medicare Advantage plans, uh, sometimes against their will. There are lawsuits flying thick and fast about that. It's easy to see the appeal, this article says. Original Medicare requires piecing together care from what is called Part A for inpatient hospital and skilled nursing care and Part B for doctor's services. That typically costs about $165 a month with the cost deducted from your Social Security check if you're collecting Social Security. Otherwise, they send you a bill every three months. Plus, many people pay extra for Medicare Supplement or Medigap to cover the co-pays and other out-of-pocket costs 
as well as a Part D plan for drugs. Medicare Advantage plans, also called Part C, on the other hand, provide benefits of Parts A, B, and often D, usually for about the same amount, with lower copays so that there is no need for Medigap. Well, actually, you're not allowed to have a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan if you have a Medicare Advantage plan. So it's not that there's no need, it's that you're not allowed to. Some of these plans also offer benefits not in original Medicare, such as fitness classes or some vision and dental care. Sounds good, but be wary. Choosing between the two, that's choosing between a Medicare Advantage plan and a Medicare Supplement plan, choosing between those two requires careful consideration of your finances and health needs. And Advantage plans can carry hidden risks, especially for people with major health issues. Some people in Medicare Advantage end up paying unexpectedly high costs when they become ill or find their network lacks the providers that they need, the specialists that would be. Um, when the Advantage plans fall short, uh, for many seniors, Advantage plans can work well. It says, uh, 2021 study in the Journal of the American Medical Association, that's JAMA, found that Advantage enrollees often receive more preventive care than those in traditional Medicare. That's because a lot of these plans are HMOs. And their theory is that if you get to see a doctor before you get sick, that doctor can prevent you from getting sick. I'm not sure I buy into that at all, but it's um, the theory that they operate under. So there is more preventive care and stress on that preventive care placed in a Medicare Advantage plan. But if you have chronic conditions or significant health needs, you may want to think twice. For one thing, with original Medicare, you can see any provider that accepts Medicare, which is the vast majority of them. But Advantage plans typically require that you get care from a more limited network of providers, and you may need pre-authorization to see specialists. Um, it's a riskier approach to health care that can also end up being more expensive. For example, a recent Kaiser study found that about half of all Medicare Advantage enrollees would end up paying more than those in traditional Medicare for a seven-day hospital stay. Advantage plans may be especially problematic for people in rural areas. Um, and uh, this guy cited a 2021 study that found that rural Medicare Advantage plan enrollees were nearly twice as likely to switch to original Medicare as those in urban or suburban areas, possibly because the network of providers in rural areas especially is especially narrow, making it harder for enrollees to make appointments and to get care. So what to do, the article asks. Start researching your options several months before you first sign up for Medicare or before your open enrollment period. If you're already enrolled in Medicare, you've probably received an annual notice of change. That's an ANOC. ANOC annual notice of change letter which details any changes in your plan's benefits well that would be true if you're in a Medicare Advantage plan if you're in a Medicare supplement plan you won't get an ANOC an annual notice of change because there is no change those plans stay the same forever they are dependable reliable solid like uh, the rock of Gibraltar with Medicare Advantage plans, you could see changes in the doctors and hospitals included in the networks from year to year. So call your providers and ask whether they will remain in the networks. You don't have to do that with a Medicare supplement plan. Your Medicare supplement plan en encompasses every 
doctor and hospital that accepts Medicare patients. And as I said earlier, that's the vast majority of them. But if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you better call your doctors uh, and ask if they're going to be in the network next year. And even if they say yes, that isn't always a guarantee. Every once in a while, we talk about Blue Cross Blue Shield um, plans in Oklahoma, Texas, Illinois, where there are contract negotiations and certain hospital chains or providers are leaving the network in the middle of the year. And you can't do anything about it. You're not allowed to change plans just because your favorite doctor is no longer a part of that plan. So if you've got a Medicare Advantage plan and your docs leave, you have to suck it up until the next AEP or open enrollment where you can pick a new Medicare Advantage plan to enroll in with the hope that it will actually do better than the crapola that you had last year. So um, there may also be changes to the plan's vision and dental coverage as well as prescription drugs it covers. This is why it's not a bad idea to uh, um, have those things sourced separately so that if you like your plan, but you have a drug plan that has changed or isn't serving your needs, you can get a different drug plan. If you've got a Medicare Advantage plan with drug coverage built in, you can't just change your drug coverage. You have to take what they're dishing up. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not. One portion of your expenses will be the monthly premium costs. This is where uh, Medicare Advantage can look inexpensive. That's why you need to dig deeper to fully understand your potential out-of-pocket costs. Those can include co-pays as well as co-insurance or a percentage of your total bill. If you have a chronic condition and you have to pay 20% in co-insurance for each visit, you might spend thousands of dollars, which will more than offset any savings in premiums. So examine your benefit statement and medical bills for the past year, then add up what you paid in deductibles and co-pays to get the true cost of your plan. Then consider what you might pay the following year. If you need, say, a knee replacement or have an accident, for many people, opting for original Medicare plus a Medigap or Medicare supplement plan offers more financial security. And uh, finally, at the end of the article, it says, consider the consequences of switching. When you initially enroll in Medicare at age 65, you have a guaranteed right to purchase a Medicare supplement plan or a Medigap plan. Insurers are required to renew coverage each year as long as you continue to pay your premiums. But if you try to buy a Medigap policy after that enrollment window, insurers in many states, most states that is, may be able to turn you down or charge you more due to a pre-existing condition. There are exceptions. Connecticut, New York, and a few other states provide greater protections, and those protections cost money. The rates for Medicare supplement plans in Connecticut, New York, and some other places are much, much higher than they are elsewhere. But at least you can get the coverage. And so that's a good thing. And I can help you pick a plan that provides excellent protection without costing an arm and a leg. So if you're in Connecticut, New York, anywhere in the Northeast, and you'd like to find out what the best, most uh, cost-effective coverage is, then uh, send me an email at the address Randy's going to give you at the end of this episode, and I will be able to tell you that. 
And then, of course, there are exceptions. Connecticut, New York, few other states provide greater protections. I mentioned that. And if you opt for an Advantage plan when you first enroll, you generally have only a 12-month trial period when you can switch back to a, original Medicare and have guaranteed access to Medicare supplements. After that, um, all bets are off. So that is the uh, the short version of being very careful at your Medicare enrollment time. And I'm guessing that we've heard from those crickets. They're always on time, even though we aren't. Is that correct, Randy? We have. We have. Oh, we uh, Our 75 cents is over. The bell has rung. The crickets have chirped. Uh, so we need to land the plane. But All before right, I do, there's always a couple things I like to mention for the folks. Uh, you know, if you've got a pencil handy, Doug loves to hear from you, and you can reach out to him at this email address, dbj at mlmmailbag.com. That's dbj at mlmmailbag.com. And the other thing I always like to mention is Doug is licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. You can check in at medicareforthelazyman.com. we got some cool stuff going on there. And if you can find a way... Excuse me, to give us a ranking on the podcast, on the books, you name it. We'd love to have one because it always helps us out. But more importantly than any of that, thank you for joining us. Thank you because we know you could have been a hundred different places, but you were here with us sharing a few minutes of your day with Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. And as I always say, if you weren't keeping track on your watch, you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma. No more. He uh, spent a little bit of time in Pugsley land today, but he's back home at Arizona, Cave Creek, up in the high mountains behind the city, hanging desperately onto his army surplus binoculars, <laughs> trying to keep track of the Medicare disadvantaged zombies. And I'm going to clock him in at about, oh, I don't know, 12.5 today. I can still breathe. Thank God. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. It's been wonderful having you, and we'll hope to see you in our next episode. Bye-bye. 